Wait a minute. 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 First off, someone's back. There does this. Oh my god. It's about time. Our queen is back. <gasps> Man, our queen is back. So wait, before we get started, that means Roy, her royal presence is in the building. So I think she knows what we're missing right now. Queen, what are we missing? What's what the theme music, yeah? Yes, that's it. <laughs> theme music. Ladies and gentlemen, without further ado, y'all know what time it is. Hit that music, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, highlight. Don't forget the real though. Yeah, yeah. I bet you won't turn me up. What's that you bumping? It ain't vibing hard enough. Hey, no. Check my playlist, guaranteed you ain't hit up. From the indies to the mainstream, bringing that stuff. Music talks, Frank Wayne, what you mean? Run it up. Run it, run it. Pass that ox. Pass that Embarrassing up in the Ford, I feel like I'm Harrison. Star on the fast track, mighty and morphing my name. Feel like a gentleman, top of my class, a legend. I'm feeling like three stacks. Okay, word to Aaliyah, taking it back and forth. I'm feeling so. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome to one of the greatest of all time music audio podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, I am talking about none other than Pass the. You already know what it is. It's your boy, your neighborhood residential media personnel slash, well, you know, <laughs> fiend of the intros himself, your boy, Dwayne, joined none other by my two favorite peoples in the building. You already know. Uh, let's, let's, you know what? Bump it. Ladies and gentlemen, she's back. All right. She was in a little bit of a hiatus, you know, celebrating for the birthday weekend, none and other. Your favorite queen of Clatchet, residential Miss Bougie thugging herself. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back. Janine. And start the people screaming in the background. It feels so good to be back. It doesn't mean I've been recording it forever. Even though I talk to y'all every day, yeah. it's different. You know what I mean? Yeah. Don't it? Yeah. Don't it? How was that? How was that vacation, Miss Ma'am? How did that go? So your girl almost didn't come back. I went to Puerto Rico, and um, the vibe is just amazing. The food is delicious. Being three minutes from the beach is like. I had a mojito for the first time. I don't want no American, or I'm sorry, no U.S. mainland mojitos. They have to be done in Puerto Rico. I had a, you know, I had an older man, gray beard, hand-picking the mints, you know what I mean? Muddling. I was like, I just feel so much love and time and passion for this trip. It was beautiful. But um, very much needed vacation. That's dope. That's what I'm talking about. Super dope. Oh man, super dope. I, I must tell you, it does not feel the same doing this show without my residential co-hostess. You already know it does not feel the same. It is so great to have you back in the building. We know, you know, it, it's something about being in the island vibes, but when you're back, you know, feel refreshed. You know what I'm saying? She got that, she got them waves on her, you know what I'm saying? She refreshed, you know. So that's good to know. That's good to know. And of course, y'all already know we are joined by none other than the face of OTS. Well, you know, he tries to call that to me, so I guess I could call him the hardest working man behind the mind, the mastermind, behind OTS, ladies and gentlemen. I'm talking about none other than, well, you know, I like to call him the hardest working man in the show business, and we call him 
<clears throat> brother Clive, Clive baby. Man. Clive Mon, aka Mr. Derek Myers. What's up, sir? What go on? <laughs> there it is. There it is. That's that energy. That's what yes, I'm sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. That's what I love. Uh, we got a pretty, pretty dope show ahead of y'all on today. Um, we're gonna really just take a moment to uh this is kind of more of a discussion. You know, we like to have the discussions with y'all. And so uh, given the tragic events of what's happened in the world of hip hop with a lot of uh, key losses that have happened within this month alone, really, um, we just want to take this time to not only just in hip hop, but just pretty much all throughout music and genre, just take the time to really give flowers out to some of the artists we feel deserves them while they're still here and still alive. Because as you can see, life is very much too short and you know especially with our age the way we're getting at this point in time we're at that age now where we're starting to see like when artists in our generation are starting to be like passed on at such a young age it's like yo okay we need to start appreciating these folks while they're still here you know what i mean and just show them love so it's gonna be a pretty dope discussion episode we got for y'all but y'all already know how we like to do this thing we're gonna start first and foremost by telling the people what's been in your ears so go ahead people tell people what's been in y'all ears metaphorical head not okay well um <laughs> while i was uh celebrating my birthday because we were on the beach for whatever reason uh party next door for me and high dollar sign make very much beach vacation music mm. so i'll sing to a lot of that and then one second sorry guys but um <laughs> but um aside from that came back we ran right into 420 so um me and jude got a best of bob marley vinyl so we've been playing that oh, man. record player every day and i've been listening to free nationals too they're, they're definitely the vibe yes so that's yes. What's in my ear Love it, love it. That is an amazing set of playlists right there. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Two weeks worth at that. I'm yeah. feeling that. Boy, man. man okay. I gotta get a record player myself. That's something that I've been I've been wanting to get for the longest time. The music sounds different when you listen to it on, on vinyl. It does. It just, has, it just has a different feel to it. It really does. Yeah. Um Kanye West. I've been listening to a lot of Kanye West lately. Ooh. I've been listening to a lot of Kanye West. Uh, Life of Pablo, for some reason, um, was something I was like really bumping while I was working out. Yeah, two days ago, bumping that hard. So yeah, I I don't know I don't know why, but Kanye has just been someone I've been listening to a lot lately. Mm, yeah, I love it. Yeah. I feel like Kanye is one of those artists where his albums age well because when he first drops them, you might not be in a place to really receive that album because every album is completely different than mm -hmm. what the last one was. So sometimes yeah. you got to revisit it a year later and like, hold on, this slaps. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I totally agree. That was me with um, College Dropout, actually. I really wasn't feeling that at first back then. Um, 
And I know people are gonna say, wait, what? Because that was, you know, that that was the good Kanye, as uh, people like to say, right? You know, mm-hmm. old school Kanye. But it was like, you know, I was just um, vibing with the singles from that album. I didn't really like give that album a chance in terms of like listening to it outside of the singles that were on it. And right. um, and so just over time, looking back, uh, you know, going back and listening to the album in full, I was like, oh, I learned to appreciate College Dropout a little more than I did before, you know, because. Late registration was probably when I first started like listening to his albums and his singles and mm. late registration on up. So I always kind of skipped college dropout, but I can't, you know, so I, I can appreciate that. That's, that's really well, well said co-hostess. Yeah. This is why it's great to have her back. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. She gives you that <laughs> emphasis. <laughs> Valley, maybe. Yeah. For sure, for sure. So, Derek, uh, anybody else outside of Brother Kanye you've been vibing to? You know, we talking about two weeks worth over here, my guy. So, what's what oh, else two going weeks? On? Jesus, I don't even know what else to the week prior. Um, Jake Cole for sure. I don't want to say it. <laughs> I, I try not it's to. A give, I, I try not to give. Yeah, it's, at this point, it's, when you when you come to me, just know I listened to Jake Cole that week. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, of course, Nipsey, Chris Brown. Chris Brown um, and Drake, actually. Mm. I I went, I started listening to a little bit of um, Scorpion, actually. Because I'm, I'm trying to see if I just did not like the album. Like, if I don't like it, if I still don't like it. Okay. There's, of course, there's a couple of tracks that I, I, I really love. But as a project, I don't like it. So I'm trying to go through it just to make sure is it is it because um he overhyped it and made it seem like it was gonna be something that it wasn't, or if it's just because I just don't like I'm not feeling the new Drake. Uh-huh. That's so I'm trying to figure out what that was. And I really more so believe it was just because I think it was more so overhyped. Because I thought when um he was dropping it. I thought it was going to be more of a um, uh, nothing was the same type of vibes. <clears throat> that balance between rapping and singing. That's what I thought we were getting. And just, you know, what we got, I was just saying, eh, that's not, that ain't it. Remember when Drake did the, um, did the social media release where it was like images from all, all of his albums or mixtapes or whatever. Mm-hmm. Was that a lead up to something he has dropped or are we still waiting on it? We're still waiting for it. Cert- certified lover boy. <clears throat> yeah, that's wow. why I guess that's why I got the, the heart part. Um, it, uh, <laughs> that makes sense. Jake applause, <laughs> <laughs> I love that. Like, hey guys, what's up? And there's a heart on his head. Like I would be like, everything okay? <laughs> I would expect you guys to roast me if I show up with a heart uh, in my head, but um, I would support you. But we would have to roast you because that's just what we do. <laughs> roast, the, roast away. I'm fine with it. <laughs> no, but um, apparently he was supposed to drop it in January, which I know that was the lead up, but I guess he tore his ACL or something like that, and he didn't want to go. Like, apparently he didn't want to go on like a media tour with it. Yeah, I like that, which I get. But we were also still in a in a you know in the pandemic, so I don't know how much of a media tour he was gonna go on physically. Um, so I don't know. I guess the press press thing, he kind of wanted to just like wait, but he didn't announce that it was gonna be a, a 
delay. So, you know, you know, he mm. wants to live his NBA dream. So, let's live, let him live. Hey, <laughs> can't knock it. Can't be mad at it. I feel that. I feel that. Wow, uh, man. So, wow, yo, I've been uh, shoot, popping <laughs> to a lot lately. Um, I don't know, man. I found myself in like. 2000 to 2001 lately uh music like just like a lot of dmx ja Rule, early jay-z early uh just a little bit of everything man like you know what i'm saying a little bit of like ashanti and them like just that 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 wave of like real early 2000s music, that was a good you know time um yeah like i was whoo boy the nellies all of that man just kind of like really uh in a in a, in a super throwback kind of mode uh yeah. listening to that and again a, a lot of that's old you know mostly dmx uh but most of it's old to just you know uh oh yeah g unit found myself uh listening to g unit a little bit <laughs> oh, wow. more specifically my my favorite member of G Unit and Young Buck actually, you know, I found myself listening to him. Young yeah, yeah, Young Buck, Young Buck was my guy I, out of out of that out of that circle of G Unit. That was my guy, so I found myself listening to a lot of Young Buck. Um, and shoot, man, yeah, it was it was kind of like that uh, vibe to some Lauren Hill. On a G Unit tank top, spaghetti strap, and jeans, or were you not into the G Unit clothing line? I never, <laughs> I was not that deep. Never, I'm sorry. Never I couldn't do it. I just want to know if y'all were fan fans. Nah, not me. I couldn't. Nah, no. I didn't go that. Nah. <laughs> I wasn't that deep into it. I just rocked with Young Buck and his music most of the time just because it was like, oh, he Tennessee. Like, that's what's up. You know, and he riding Cashville, as you know, nicknaming Nashville Cashville. So I was like, all right, cool. You know, uh, good to see him doing his thing, but nah, man, I could, I ain't go that deep with it. <laughs> I, I, hey, to the people, salute to the people whoever was like hardcore G Unit supporters like that. Like, nah, man, that's just too much. <laughs> Does anyone still wear those tank tops? <sighs> if they do, they are really stuck in that time frame. Yeah. <laughs> Well, they shop at City Trends and or Ross because you know City Trends and Ross be having like throwback clothing lines in the back in the tuck. You know, that was City Trends. Don't forget Walmart. Walmart's same Walmart way too. They got that. They got them and one shoes and them and one everything. Oh, no, they boy. they do have and one. Yeah, I and keep forgetting one. about that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Um, but yeah, now nah, I found myself vibing to. Uh, my boy Wiz Khalifa, early Wiz, you know what I mean, uh, for the whole 420 vibes and all that, even though I don't smoke, but still it was like, okay, cool, you know, why not bump some Wiz, you know, it's only fitting, right, you know, give, oh, yeah. give, give a little Wiz, um, while also, you know, vibing to the whole Method and Red Man versus Battle, which would I would love to get some yes. of y'all thoughts and opinions on. Uh, as we get into that, actually, it's two battles to talk about, really low key, uh, which we'll get into. But uh, <laughs> you know, um, yeah, for the most part, 
Oh, you know, bumping my boy Lloyd, you know, getting ready for something, you know what I'm saying? But, you know, uh, <laughs> you know, getting, 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 getting ready, you know, getting, getting, getting a little prepared, if you will, you know what I'm saying? Getting prepared. Uh, and uh, last but not least, certainly, uh, heck, why not? Just bumping your boy Highlight Real, man, because uh, two new singles uh, dropped on uh, April 23rd, uh, last Friday, so... You know, shout out to everybody that's been running them streams up. You know what I mean? Uh, got them songs already just litty right now. And I'm just like, wow, the love is crazy. Uh, but yeah, man, that's that's pretty much me on that end. So can I add to my what is in my ears? Go ahead, cousin. Uh, what's um, in Maybe not so much what's in my ears, but what was going through my eyes. I watched um, Roxanne, Roxanne for the first time on Netflix. Did y'all see that? I've been meaning to check it out. It's been in my save list, but I've never gotten around to watching it yet. Yeah, so it's a biopic of uh, Roxanne Shante, and um, it's a great movie. Like, it was supposed to just be background noise. Like, I was playing Uno, and I was like, fuck this game, and I was looking at it. <laughs> and I was looking at the movie. It was so good. And um, Nia Long played her mom, and I've seen Nia Long as a mom before on... Um, the Are We There Yet series, but mm-hmm. she, she killed this role. I was like, she needs an Oscar. She did amazing. Really? Wow. But yeah. She, she played a mom. mom. She played a mom in that other movie with um that came out last summer. With Omar Epps, right? Yeah, Omar Epps. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Oh yeah. Yeah, that wasn't yeah. good. That wasn't good. <laughs> I liked it. <laughs> that was I liked it too. That was that was horribly predictable. It and was. I like horribly cheesy, predictable movies. Are you so. serious? I, I hate do. that. I hate that. Not just that, but the ending was just whack. Like yeah. you're trying to save the guy that's been trying to kill you and your family. You're trying to save him. That was that was paramount to Rose killing Jack on Titanic. Like I just. I don't rock with that, bro. I, no. Hey, I feel you, famo. I feel you. I ain't mad no, at you for oh, it, bro. I know this is a music podcast, and this should probably be for realish or whatever, but I watched Mortal Kombat. I personally think it was great. I know that there's been some mixed reviews, but it was really exciting for me to see the guy that played Bashful Bitch as Jack. <laughs> Yeah, I reckon I recognized him too. I was like, he looks weird with a mustache, but I guess he did that for yeah. the whole Jax look. So I was like, okay, you know, surprised he didn't get a little crew cut too. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But I, they make Jax look like everything. One minute he's got a crew cut, one minute he's bald. So I get it. I have a wig again. You know what I mean? He was like, yeah. Backlash for the wig the first time. We just gonna do do a bald. Wait, where's he from? He's from the Tyler Perry movie Saving Grace. Mm. I believe that's what the movie was called. Fall. Uh, Grace. Grace. Wait, hold yeah. on. He was the duel? He was the, yeah. yeah. Also, yeah. Also, he was, uh, if, you, if you ever, if you ever watched the game, he was also the, the new boyfriend for Melanie after her and Derwin kind of broke up. Oh, yeah, that was him too. Wow. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> wow. That was him. Yeah. I'm so glad he didn't take that wig from Tyler Perry. <laughs> I'm so glad he didn't take that. That was absolute trash. That was wow. garbage. I mean, That's if crazy. you combine if you combine that Todd Perry wig with his little tink tink arms, that would have been <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Bro. Yeah, no, that pissed me off. That did kind of piss me off. I'm not going to lie. That pissed me off. I'm like, oh, man. Uh, <laughs> I mean, you know, we can make that music related, cuz though, because I'm still mad that this, I'm sorry. Like, the music just wasn't doing it for me with this Mortal Kombat, man. I need my it techno like I got in my original it, movie, okay? It lacked. It did lack. I needed that techno. It, that added to the epicness of the fight scenes, man. Yeah. I this version of Mortal Kombat because I was telling my brother that I liked that it was kind of, it made the storylines a little more realistic, I think. Oh, yeah. With like Mortal Kombat, it's always been like obviously with this fantasy. There's an outer realm. There's there's um, there's another realm, and all this mm-hmm. like cartoonish type of element. But they were able to make it more modern and more realistic. So I appreciate it. Yeah, yeah it looks like they have sure. something to build on too. Yeah, yeah for sure. To get Johnny Cage. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <laughs> for sure, for sure. I mean, you know, we get there. You know, like I said, we definitely gonna have to continue that on a realist type of battle for sure but uh you know it, it, it was for what it is you know I, I i can appreciate it i think the sequels will surpass this for sure i hope uh they better yeah because that's what i'm expecting at and this bring point. the music like, bring the music please bring the music like, you, 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 you could have at least given me a remix of the original theme at least something that's what yeah. i wanted yeah. something you know yeah. but it was what it was you know uh salute to mortal Kombat and the people who have seen it so far but uh, let's transition in, good peoples. Let's uh, actually talk about a historic moment before we turn this over to the co-host. This about you know the entertainment world. Uh, let's talk about a couple of key albums within this month that have celebrated some anniversaries. So let's start with an album that has recently actually made its way into the Library of Congress. I am talking none other than Nas's. Illmatic album, ladies and gentlemen. It has been 27 years since that album has released to the streets. That's wild, man. Yeah, that's wild. I mean, we're library of Congress. Yeah, I see that. I didn't know. Yeah, yeah, that I didn't know. I mean, but it's it's is it weird to you guys when we get to uh, see these albums be? almost 30 years old yeah this album's almost as old as us it's crazy yeah that's that's weird <laughs> like <laughs> i don't know it's, it's something it's weird about mind- that. this is mind-boggling for me to think like first of all wow i'm really this old but two you look at how well a lot of these albums have aged and how profound and like timeless they are and like Nas was young when he did this oh, right yeah yeah it's gonna be interesting when we uh see it hit like the 50-year mark oh yeah i'm agreed yeah, i'm, I'm gonna be weird <laughs> kind of i'm kind of more interested like for uh those uh um uh what do they call it yeah music history courses where albums like th- like this are in it, and it's like, where were you? Think you? They, do you think they're going to include that in like mis- music history, like music classes and stuff like that? Hey man, it's in the Library of Congress as of now, so I'm pretty sure that's definitely going in a history book in some type of way. Well, see, the reason why I ask because I really don't know anything about like music courses. I took mm-hmm. I took one music class, uh, like my freshman year of college but it literally had nothing to do with 
music I knew. It was all Beethoven yeah. and all that stuff, right? Right. So like that that's what I'm trying <clears throat> excuse me, that's what I'm asking. Like, is that something that you see being like like an actual curriculum, like yeah. hip hop, or is it For already sure. a curriculum? Because that, that's that's what For, I don't know. It 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 is it is a curriculum, but it's not its own. Hip hop at this point is its own curriculum that will at some point develop that at someone's school or at some point has it has to because the reason why for us is because hip hop is still was still so young at that time, but now it's to the age where now it actually is its own history where it can literally like be a course in its own way where you could study it. You get what I'm saying? Um, it's definitely something I would totally campaign to make it a course if it hasn't already been one by now. Um, yeah. Because the, when you mentioned the Beethovens and all of that, you got to think about the fact, look at how far back that goes. Right, right. Hip hop is probably maybe a half a fraction of that. Oh yeah, so, it's still it's still brand new. Like yeah. hip hop is a baby compared to the other genres. Classics, yeah, yeah. Exactly. So at some point eventually, whether it's 50 years from now or by the time we've passed along and our next generation of people's from our bloodline gets to experience it, either or you'll see hip hop definitely in this it's albums like this and the next album that also celebrating a history of its own and in its own anniversary, yet very, very baby-like compared to the Illmatic, but still historic in its own way. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm talking about none other than Mr. Jermaine Cole himself celebrating a three-year history since he dropped K.O.D., which, yeah. by the way, is technically the last album that he has dropped so far to this date. Uh, well, I mean, probably, yeah, last solo. We did Revenge of the Dreamers 3 um but i mean a student of nas too right like that was that was that was interesting too you know, think back about that but yeah yeah man ironically like three years that's been that time went by fast oh yeah i do remember exactly when that album dropped too so yeah. that that's a very interesting thing to know that three years have gone by that quickly people yeah um you guys have any favorites from this one you know i mean not necessarily no. <laughs> it was a good project overall but i'm not i feel like maybe i'm not as passionate about j cole as many of our ots family are so mm-hmm. i can relate to that you know, yeah i don't have much to input from that no, I, I, I think we'll see he's a he's a he's one of those artists that does not make mainstream music like yeah. he does not care about making mainstream. He can, and right. he will. You know, he'll do it just just for fun. But he doesn't care about doing it. So it's not. It's his music is more so for people that just vibe along with his message or vibe along with him as a person or whatever. But it's very interesting because there's very few artists. And I know people will probably disagree with me on this, but there are very few artists that that when you look in their catalog, they have no misses. They have no misses. And and J. Cole is one. J. Cole, Kendrick, you know, like they have none. 
I, I can't I can't think of anything I've tried. There's nothing and none that they have done that or just like eh. And truth be told, oh, I'm sorry, go ahead. No, 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 finish. No, I was gonna say if you if you look back at uh Kendrick Lamar's music videos, I think he's probably the best artist in terms of music videos. He comes out with some of some of the, the most intricate uh different type of uh, 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 shots and, and, and I guess story plots for his music videos that are just outside of the box. And, yeah. and I, I, you can appreciate that about an artist. And, and that's why I'm not mad when these guys take so long to come out with new albums. Right. So long. <laughs> the whole thing. The whole thing. Yeah. So I was ask, like as a Cole fan, I know that one of the critiques um, on J. Cole's music has been they feel or the people feel maybe he should start incorporating different producers and stuff because mm-hmm. they feel like maybe it's going to all start to kind of sound the same. It's not going to go outside of his box. Do you feel like that or are you cool with J. Cole's creative process? I'm fine with his creative process. If you like my thing is, if he wants to bring a, another producer on, cool. If he doesn't, cool. I don't. I don't care. I. I actually like, and maybe it's because like I'm this way of like being someone that just does everything. Like I can appreciate when I see an artist that does everything. Mm-hmm. Like he's not. He's not. You know. It's not that he doesn't want to include someone else in on the project, but it just feels different when when you know you've done this you've done that you don't have to go and ask someone to do to 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 bring your vision to life right like it's just um like power trip you remember that that song he did with with miguel yeah mm-hmm. originally he was going to do that just by himself he was going to sing that uh was it the hook mm-hmm. Dwayne? is that yeah the hook yeah the hook, yeah, yeah. He was gonna sing that originally. They had to, they had you know, talk to him, and, and he was like really married to the idea. And then he was like, "Let me think about, let me give it to Miguel and see what's what." And it just sounded different with Miguel on there. You know, I think I think it's, I think it's one of those things like you're not really like trying to be like a control freak, but you just know what your vision is. And I guess when you're like an introvert, you don't want to have to bother other people to carry out certain things yeah and i think that's just that's just how he is i I know a lot of people don't like that he doesn't because i think i think people think that he wants to have bragging rights on going platinum with no features and stuff like that Mm -hmm. i really don't think that's it i just think he just does it and if you know he feels the the necessity to have someone else work on it or be a you know vocalist or whatever go get him but for the most part he's just doing it by himself mm-hmm. i don't have any problem with that i mean we we get on artists when they, when they go out and get people like yeah if if someone has a, a ghostwriter now they're like you know what I'm saying like they're they're not as good or whatever you know i'm the type <laughs> of person that that like i i think there's levels to rappers like when you're talking about goats all the goats wrote their music right so that's why when we talk about guys from today that have that utilize ghost writers primarily for their stuff 
it's just kind of like eh, I can't really consider that person a goat in that term, but maybe like of this generation, cool. You know, we can we can. It's almost like that LeBron Michael Jordan type of debate, right? Yeah. You know, so like define a ghostwriter. Like, do you feel like a ghostwriter is if a ghost writes the whole song and then you're just performing it, or if it's all of us inside of the studio vibing and you might give me an idea or pro or provide a couple bars? Is that considered ghostwriting too? Correct me if I'm wrong, Dwayne. I mm -hmm. think. <laughs> Because I don't want I don't want to misinterpret this, but for me, ghostwriting is more so when you have someone that's writing your bars. I don't think it's a problem when people give input on different lines or whatever. I don't think it's mm -hmm. a problem because I mean you're still writing it and you're oh let me put it this way let me let me do it like this that's a great idea boom I I can use that that's more of so of inspiration to me. But okay. if someone that's writing your music and you're performing it like cardi b right she doesn't write her music she performs it and she's great at what she does she's a performer she's not a writer so what so what but i mean she, she i don't think i don't even think people really pay attention to music that way anymore now old school hip-hop fans like that sector of the audience they're going to critique that and they're going to pay attention to that but for the most part, people aren't worried about people that write that don't write their music, right? But yeah, I mean, um, the art of ghostwriting—it's—it's <laughs> it's really a thing of—it's really from any genre. I mean, for that matter, because uh, the ghostwriter is the person who basically, let's just say, they're incredibly talented. You know, they're incredibly talented but they don't necessarily get the recognition that they probably deserve. Or it's one of those things where for whatever reason, because the industry has a certain type of look and feel, right? Mm -hmm. Maybe this person that is completely phenomenal doesn't fit that look, that mm -hmm. picture perfect look that this person or that person has. So next best thing, sit behind the scenes. This person who looks like Drake or this person who performs like Beyonce let's give your song to them you teach them how the song goes they sing it bring it to life and mainstream audience is gonna think that's their song and then they see you know like you said the hardcore elitists will look up the information in the credits mm -hmm. and say written by so-and-so mm -hmm. and then at that point then it's like, oh, and then you start, you know, and then depending on how far you want to do your research, you'll see who that person is. And then you find out, oh, this person's incredibly talented in some weird kind of way. I mean, um, it just, and then you got some who are like Neo, where sometimes it just takes that to write for other people before you eventually blow up in your own way. So it's, mm -hmm. it's, uh, yeah, the ghostwriting, the hip hop world is what more so kind of looks at it as, oh, if you ain't writing your own stuff, but the more you find out how many people actually have written for some of your favorite artists or how many of your favorite rappers who do freestyles aren't even really freestyling and they're freestyling something oh, that they wrote a while yeah. ago, you know? It's yeah. that kind of thing where you're like, oh, okay, that's normal at this point. It was always normal, you know? If they, if they didn't know it, they did a good job of covering it up. So 
Yeah. No shame in it. You know, everybody's a ghost writer or has a ghost writer. Now, yours truly doesn't have a ghost writer, but I wouldn't turn a ghost writer down. You know what I'm saying? It's, you know, I talk I, I that like talk, to, bro. No, nah, I mean, <laughs> no, nah, I'm just saying, like, you know, heck, I am the ghost writer, I guess. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't, you know what I'm saying? I don't shun it, though. I mean, like, obviously, if somebody's like, hey, man, I just really have a dope song that I think you would like kill, I mean, you know, I, I wouldn't feel comfortable doing it, but I would do it if it meant that they got confidence that I will help bring that song to life in a way that they probably can't. So it's like, okay, cool. You know what I'm saying? Because I probably would do the same thing for somebody else. Like there's tons of stuff I've had. I can relate to J. Cole with that, where mm -hmm. you have a song and you're like, let me see how this sounds if I just sing this. And yeah, then yeah, yeah. And it's advised yeah. by your team or, you know, you sit or really think about it like, yeah, because I've had songs that I literally had somebody else sing that I wrote. And I'm like, yeah, it sounds way better when you do it. <laughs> you yeah. Know? So, yeah, nothing wrong with that. Nothing wrong yeah. with that. Yeah, I love it. Have you ever, um, have you ever performed a song that wasn't written by you? Never. <laughs> never dope. never that's man dope. never it's it's always been something i wrote if i performed it even when i was in groups uh when we collabed together our verses were all us you know we wrote our own verses and yeah. we did not share it until we laid it down in the studio if anything the only time it was close to ghostwriting is if we were just critiquing like hey maybe you should say this line instead of that line mm -hmm. or something like that but now nah, we all wrote our own stuff so yeah man i can That's honestly say i've never performed anything that was not written by me thank goodness uh <laughs> but uh yeah man um one more quick anniversary um to touch on this is more so not more so of an album but more so of a of a legendary artist phenomenal artist uh ladies and gentlemen it has been five years since the death and this is all compliments of the ots page so make sure you're following ots on all platforms from facebook instagram twitter all that good stuff because you're gonna catch this information on a daily basis but compliments of ots we are celebrating five years since the loss of none other than prince ladies and gentlemen uh so crazy that it's been five years since his death in this very month already uh one thing i will say that i remember about the day he died sorry jimmy johns but they decided to do a freaking free sandwich day the day he died and i remember every jimmy johns in the world being packed the moment that news hit about prince's death and it was uh, wait hold on hold on are you saying <laughs> <laughs> that when the news broke yeah no lie the day no that's not when they did it no it just so happened to fall on the day that they okay. did a free sub for everybody day oh okay. so okay when that news broke about prince it was on the same day that jimmy johns decided to do a promotion where they were going to give everybody one free sandwich and every jimmy johns on every corner of every block was packed all the way outside i wish i knew about that <laughs> janine do you remember that did you ever get total tangent but who do y'all think has the best of Publix, Jimmy John's, Jersey Mike, Subway Blanket. Not Subway, that's for sure. Subway God. is way low. Publix. Way though. low. 
Have you ever gotten their sandwiches uh, on uh the white white mountain bread? Oh, no. Next time you go to Publix, do that. That's how I found out about fucking with Publix. I'm like, well, I need this for the house. Yeah. <laughs> you know what? <laughs> My favorite sub place is a sub place that no longer exists at this point. If it does still exist, I don't know where they are. But um, it used to be Quiznos. But oh. it used to be. It used to be. I loved the way they uh they did their like they grilled their subs or whatever like, like crispiness of the bread, yeah. But like, I, I guess know. now I would say Firehouse is the one that's taken that place for me, uh, in terms of like best subs. Those are both good. Yeah, Jersey, Firehouse is Jersey Mike's is really good too. I've never had Jersey Mike's. I need to try Jersey Mike's. I will. I, I have this argument all the time. My husband thinks Jersey Mike's is the best sub place ever. And like he's like, oh, it has so much flavor. Does it? Does it really? <laughs> really? I think. I, check think them out. Yeah, but... I need to check them out. That's funny. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Publix is fire. Like, <laughs> that's part of the reason Every... why I'm scared to move up north. <laughs> ain't no Publix, man. Ain't <laughs> no Publix. Like, you're you right. You get to like Virginia, and that's it. That's a cutoff point. True. There's no Chick Fil A's either. No, they are. They're they're starting to pop up. Yeah. Yeah. I know New York. New York has a three story one, I think. Three stories. Interesting. Wow. Boy, they made sure. See, they think they're thinking smart. They know that a place like Chick fil A is going to get crowded. So why not make it three stories, people? Well, they got it. They have a whole, it's a whole business building, I think, that that's in. Like Chick fil A went south, up east. Now they're going, they're spreading more so west now. Oh, sweet, yeah. sweet. I love it. I love it. <clears throat> um, well, ladies and gentlemen, don't you just love how we went from talking about a legendary artist like Prince to subs because of the fact that that ironically about Prince, man. We've been we, <laughs> today. I'm sorry. This is just that episode where we're going giving y'all some off music topics today. And I love it. It's cool. Yeah. You need that. You know what I'm saying? To keep the energy going, you need that. Uh so thank you, co-hosts. You did so great with that. Uh, but seriously, uh, real quick, do you guys have a favorite Prince song of any kind? I mean, I, I know he's got so many and it's tough, but do you have a one particular favorite Prince song that always comes to mind for you? I feel like Doves Don't Cry is gonna be the one that pops up in my head every time. Just for no, when, oh yeah, one. yeah. You, you go and I'll come back. <laughs> Ooh. It's, it's something about it. his guitar solo on that was mm. amazing. Mm. And Prince is, to me, one of the most underrated musicians because of the fact that he wrote uh, his own music. He could play so many instruments. Um, he owned his own masters before mm. it got popular to own your masters. And he was not fond of anybody sampling ish. Bro, <laughs> not only that, but he didn't want to work with you if you don't own your own masters. Nas couldn't work with him because he didn't own his masters. Nas Crazy. tried to, Nas tried to uh, set up a... Um, I think a, a a time where they could 
record and that was the first thing I asked the prince asked him do you own your own masters he said no he said all right he said once you own your masters come back and we'll talk boom that was it crazy man. you know That's crazy and i know there's there's a lot of conspiracies about him i think i fall in line with the thought of <laughs> prince being killed I think I, I think I fall yeah. in line with it. This is just so weird because his last concert was here in Atlanta, and I was I was hoping to actually get my dad tickets for that because I think that was closer to his birthday or something like that, and I couldn't get them. And uh, I watched video of his performance. He didn't look sick. That ain't a man that was sick, you know. Like, and then all of a sudden. Forgot how many days after that he was gone. It's like that wasn't even it wasn't even a transition, bro. That was just it's crazy. Man. Yeah, so five years. That's so that's God. Could be another episode in its own right, ladies and gentlemen. Conspiracy behind the deaths of some of our favorite artists, including. Yeah. Yo, no, Who that knows? would actually be a really good episode. Those. <laughs> that would be a good one. If my co-host just wants to Michael take Jackson. a deep dive into the conspiracy wave. Wouldn't it? It'd have to be two parts, wouldn't it? I know. I right? like crazy. a series. Oh yeah. boy. Yeah. I'm telling you. Um for me, man, it'd have to be a song that has a very similar, just as great guitar solo as Purple Rain to me would be Let's Go Crazy, my friend. Yeah. Um yeah. shoot, the way that thing goes and ends, dog. I'm doing that guitar solo, air guitar all the time, dude. Just it's like crazy. You know what I'm yeah. saying? But uh yeah, made me want to play. Prince made me want to play lead guitar, I believe. I think he's the artist that made me want to play lead Me guitar. too. I have a I actually have a purple guitar. Hey, look at I you. I have one. I just don't know how to play it. Say again. You're full of surprises. Yeah. <laughs> Says the queen herself. I try to Here. be, you know. <laughs> a man purple of mystery. Guitar. Man, yeah. mystery. You know it. Listen. Yeah. Um, so again, man, five years. It's crazy, but at the same time, Prince is still, even to this day, celebrated and definitely completely listened to uh, amongst everyone out there. One thing, though, I am because you did talk about uh, him not liking people sampling his music. Mm-hmm. I am really curious to know the story about how Trey Songs got to sample Purple Rain on uh, your side of the bed. That is a good question. I would love to know how that happened. Yeah, because Prince wasn't dead when that came out. Yeah, that's your boy. (laughs) (laughs) That's your boy. (laughs) Your boy. He got the pass because that's. <laughs> so you think he got the pass? We don't know that just yet. Man. We don't know so, that just something yet. about that is just weird that he got that sample. <laughs> yeah, we don't know. <laughs> something funny going on here. Yeah, something right about that, man. I'll tell you, funky going on around here. Yeah, it's like Trey Stone's kind of funky, but hey, it's what it is. Uh, ladies and gentlemen. Okay, so I have to crack on my co-host. This, this is the part of the show where I have to pass this over to my co-host to talk about entertainment news. So, uh, ma'am, if you will, what's been going on? <laughs> uh, 
I honestly have not been keeping up with any of the entertainment news because I feel like when I go in to look, other than the anniversaries and the stuff that OTS brings us on the lovely news page, it's always like little like stuff that's like, that's weird, but who cares? Like um, Tyrese made headlines because he was on IG stories shaving his girlfriends in nether regions. I feel like it's cool to be um, an, an exhibitionist, I guess, with um, your relationship, because I do that sometimes, but like, probably wouldn't post that. Like, what was the, can I, where were we on? Can I ask you something about that? Sure. Because <laughs> <laughs> I, I have a couple of questions, but I'm not going to go there. <laughs> um, this, this dude overshares way too much but what i find very interesting is he had jamie fox and a whole oscar party at his house last night was that was was he doing that while they were there oh no are we sure because it was the same shirt or whatever he was wearing Maybe he was get, helping his girl get ready for said party. I don't know. I feel like. <laughs> he overshares. He overshares way too much. Like, I don't even like Tyrese anymore because he overshares. It's just too much. He's actually somebody that I was going to bring up in, in, in our other conversation. Oh, really? Yeah, but um, I think what was concerning for me is that for one, she trusts him in one of the most delicate, precious areas of a woman's body with a razor. Then I didn't see any shaving cream. I didn't see anything to protect said nether regions. I would be worried about him cutting me, razor bumps, all kinds of things. There's so many questions I have about this scenario. What, what would... <laughs> <laughs> I'm so concerned. What would... There's some things in a relationship to me that like I don't need to be involved with. I don't need to I don't need to like I love you, but like dog. (laughs) (laughs) When it comes to personal grooming, like if you need me there, I'm here as a support system. However, yeah. I think some things, even though we're married or we're together for a long time, you've seen me at my best, my worst. Some things I feel like should be left up to the imagination. You should not know my process of getting ready for you. You know what I mean? I, I don't need to know anything <laughs> about that. If you need me not to more. set up like an appointment or whatever like that, I, you know, cool. I'm a specialist. I got you. Yeah. Why? Yeah, yeah, but like you said, Janine, like if you need me, like, like it's just like there ain't nothing else that can happen. Like, okay, okay, but that I better be the, like the last resort for something. <laughs> for something like that, yeah, I better be last resort because I've nicked my Boy. head, my head, and there is no way in hell, no way, no, no, not with a razor. I would be too scared, Wait, bro. Like- Never in a million years. <laughs> <laughs> I pray to God that never happens. And she's just never. sitting there with the with the camera, just like, nah, bro. And nah, the part bro. of me feels like really maybe he wasn't even doing it. Like you know, everybody does things for like clickbait now, anyway. So maybe he really wasn't shaving. It was just a moment to be like, oh, we're so close that I would let him. But I don't. But know. why do you need to share it? Even the thought, like, 
Say again. Every over shares now. Yeah, but like, like even the thought of like, you know, cool, you love this person that much that you would do it. That um, that's amazing. I, mm-hmm. I, I respect it. But we don't need to know that. Like, I, I don't care about that. I don't mm-hmm. care what anyone does in their relationship like that. Sorry, dog. Like, <laughs> that's oh. just, it's unnecessary. It's unnecessary. But hey, if it floats your boat, go ahead. Right. They, they happy. Mm-hmm. Floats your boat, <laughs> call yourself the goat. Whatever. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> well okay so i guess i'll just put it this way then um because i'll transition it to you then um which is i guess a good transition into what uh well no we do have some entertainment news we had a couple of uh battles happen within this this week we had a couple of battles we had a uh 420 edition battle amongst two brethren who you know, are, are very known as your ultimate high duo. You know, it was only fitting, right? You had the Method Man going against the Red Man. You know, the Man of Method against the Man of Red. Either way, how you put it. <laughs> <laughs> they had a nice uh, versus battle, which uh, I didn't get to stay up through the whole thing. But from what I saw of it, it was definitely dope. Uh, they were uh, definitely showing a lot of love to each other, showing a lot of love to hip hop in general, showcasing their lyricism, which is most important. Um, as well as uh, promoting some things that's going on in the in the local community as well, uh, you know. So uh, that was pretty cool. Did you guys get a chance to catch uh, a little of uh, Method Man versus Red Man? None, what? none, Queen. What was that during your vacation? Probably. I have not been <laughs> in real life until maybe today. Today was the first that I really cooked since I've been back from Puerto Rico. Like, I have not gotten back to real life. Wow. Yeah, so Man. Um, okay. everything up until today was I, during I, I, I hope when I go to Puerto Rico, I get that same high because, man, I, I want to experience that one. Jeez. Goodness. And I had a day trip in um, Miami, which like took it to a next, next level. So yeah, I have not been here at all. <laughs> that is understandable. Nice. Very understandable. <laughs> but I can imagine wow. um, the Method and Redman battle, quote unquote, or, or versus um, to kind of go back to what versus was originally supposed to be, where it was more of like just appreciation of two artists, what they've been able to contribute versus mm-hmm. it being like who won and like who has the more hits. So I'll probably go back and look at it. For sure, for sure. Derek, yeah. what about yourself, man? I watched a little bit of it. I didn't get to watch the whole thing. Um, but what I will say though is their production um since since Triller bought them has been immaculate. I like the the stage, I love I love the stage, I love how they, they got the um uh, got everything going. I I will say, <clears throat> excuse me. This is this is a big difference between the the Gucci and Jeezy battle, mm-hmm. what we had last year to to this. Like I think what they're doing production wise is just amazing. So yeah, I, like I enjoy it, man. I it, like 
actually the one prior to that was uh earth wind and fire versus yes i was gonna ask you guys about the old school battle of a lifetime bro i'm telling you right now when i turn (laughs) 50 i ain't waiting till i turn 50 when i turn 50 i'm going to go full ron isley I'm getting a walking Ron stick. Is amazing. If I gotta dye my beard gray, I'm dying it gray. Like <laughs> I'm telling you, I'm look like I am waiting for 50, bro. 2040. Wait for it. Hey. 20, wait for it. Like <laughs> I'll go <laughs> ladies, full. full lady shows out of gray. I don't know what it is about the gray, but the ladies loving the gray these days. Hey man. I see. Hey man. Neen can vouch. She said something about it. I believe you said something about it. Oh my gosh. Like, I don't even, like, I don't lust after other men at all, period. But, like, I would double take at, like, a really good looking older guy before I would do anybody my age. Because it's just, like, it's all not impressive, but that's the only word that I can think of. Like, oh, you're an older man, but you've managed to take care of yourself and you're not trying to be 23. You know what I mean? That is weird. That is weird when you see a guy that's that's older trying to act like he's yeah a millennial or something like that. It's I very think, weird. Well, I think that if you have swag about yourself or drip or whatever, like it carries on forever, but you're able to do it within for that's men sauce. and women. It's that sauce. It's the sauce. It's the sauce. Yeah. I love it. <laughs> I respect it. That's uh, dope. Okay. I'm gonna get a I'm gonna get a Cadillac and everything, man. Oh, I can't wait for my old school. I'm I'm like I'm dead. School. <laughs> oh, Ron Isley good? has he has inspired my old man. Like, I was born for that. <laughs> Indeed, I was oh, born for that, man. I'm looking forward to that. <laughs> That's dope. That's dope. Okay. So, well, then let's talk about one of the most important and most phenomenal battles of all time. A battle that happened right here on OTS. <laughs> That's right, ladies and gentlemen. I'm talking about none other than a very historic and epic night for that of the ladies and only the ladies at this point. Ladies and gentlemen, we had a phenomenal battle on Friday night right here on fans uh featured where we had miss megan stallion go up against none other than cardi b uh shout out to cleo and Shashe for representing these ladies oh so well by playing some of the most memorable memorable tracks from their repertoire to this point uh for they're still going even as we speak but to up to date of what they've done to to play their tracks and put everybody in a frenzy uh my co-hostess here had the opportunity of being a part of this ladies night and actually being on the panelist and you took what was probably the most difficult job of them all uh on that <laughs> night as you can see uh so being the lady of the hour uh talk about how that felt for you how were you feeling leading up to it and did it disappoint to you obviously when you got into this thing Oh, never a disappointment. Um, it was just dope, even the whole concept of doing a ladies' night because I'm so girl power, and I think it's important that we show that we can get together and have a good time. Everything isn't catty. Everything isn't like a bad girls club episode. And um, it was a vibe immediately joining. And then um, to do Meg and Cardi, it was dope because it forced a lot of men who didn't give them a chance because they think it's 
just for women or they think it's all talk about ass and titties, which it is, but not really. Um, <laughs> it forced y'all to give them a chance and actually listen, but okay, like these girls have skills. Like Megan's flow is ridiculous. Cardi B talking, like it was really fun. And um, this was the first battle for me that I've watched or been a panelist on where it was genuinely hard to choose between the artist in each round. Yeah. Like it was mm-hmm. never a clear winner ever. So it, it was really fun. Great Indeed. Indeed. Yeah. Um, and it showed because that's exactly uh, as my, uh, my man here, Derek, is going to greatly emphasize. It was exactly what we wanted for the vision of this very battle. Uh, so props to the ladies because uh, <laughs> what we thought we were going to get in a lot of battle, <laughs> battles prior to this one to date so far didn't quite turn out the way that this one did yeah. uh making history with double overtimes and everything so uh i mean Derek, tell the people like wow as one of the visionaries behind this very battle how did that feel to finally see something that was competitive you know what i that was a relief that it was competitive it was that was a huge relief um like we even said on the broadcast like the score itself doesn't reflect the how close that thing was yeah it was seven four right mm-hmm. or was was it seven four seven four eight four i think it was seven five five seven five I believe. Okay. yeah seven, yeah okay um but let's see that's actually not even that's not even a, a wash like yeah. Even even with it being seven five, that's not a wash. It, it it was just for it to go as hard as it as as hard as they went. Like I will say this, Janine was uh the one that came up with the idea of this specific battle, right? And it was between Janine and Cleo mm-hmm. when we were having one of our conversations, and I was sitting here, I was like. I was like, I don't know, cause I like I don't I don't know their music. Well, not that I don't know their music. I know their music, but I don't know Megan's catalog as much as I know Car- I know Cardi's. And I'm sitting there like, man, I, like, is that going to be the specific one? I was like, I was like, you know what? Let's let's like, I'm with it either way. Like, I think it's gonna be it's gonna be interesting and. The I think like it took me like a whole day to really think about it. I'm like, hold up, like you really think about it, you, you can't tell who's going to actually win. Mm-hmm. Like you honestly could not tell, and because you can go popularity with Cardi, you can go lyricism with Meg. Like it was, it was really hard um, to to decide who was going to win that one. And should be told, I thought Megan was going to win that one. I don't know who was going to win. So just for future reference, because I honestly don't even know. I just be a part of the party. (laughs) So when it comes to voting, like you count each of the judges vote plus whatever gets done on the poll or the majority of the uh, panel equals one plus the poll. Like, Like how do you score? So it's technically four votes we get. Okay. No, I'm sorry, five. We have four panels. Yep. We have four panelists. Four panelists. We have four mm-hmm. panelists and the and the audience. So it's whoever like the majority 
Okay. And that's it. I that's another thing. I like everybody. Jeremy and Darren, I think they kind of keep track of the the rounds or the I don't know what they keep track of to be honest, but I, they keep saying who's winning the rounds. I'm going based on on them because I'm over here kind of doing everything else with the um, with the actual voting thing itself. Um, but it's it's very it's very interesting. I think we're getting we're fans is getting significantly better. I think that battle um, is the standard in which contestants have to just come with it. Definitely. And this was the first time, or not the first time, but like you were very like, okay, so at this point, we need to make sure that we have a fans playlist because this was the first time we're first time where both contestants came like guns blazing. Mm-hmm. Oh, <laughs> like we need the playlist. boy, from the start, from and the it start. wasn't even it, it wasn't like they even eased into it. The first mm-hmm. song, if I'm not mistaken, I think. Uh, was it was was it Cardi's verse of, of WAP? Yes, it was. Mm-hmm. It was. That was. I, I didn't expect that. Like I'm thinking, we're gonna ease into this thing, man. Like yeah. I, was, I was like, whoa! Came out the game, jumping oh. and swinging, boy. Oh my god! Claws I mean, was definitely out. They were <laughs> going for it, and you know what? I am honestly glad to say that women set the standard. For sure. Oh, for sure. I mean, again, even as a guy who, you know, just DJs uh, and 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 communicates with these ladies to say, okay, what you got up next? Uh, you know, outside of the set list, it was a strategical chess game from start to finish. Um, <laughs> both ladies were literally texting me like, you know what, play this instead, play that instead. Mm-hmm. And it was just like, you could tell they were both trying to figure out where they wanted to go. Mm-hmm. And they made this thing worth so much wow uh from the expression on the ladies faces looking back and seeing how turnt y'all got uh with every track that came on even with tracks that you guys may not even have known uh y'all still were like oh my god what is this (laughs) that's because it was the lyrics like and you have to that's a part of it you gotta you gotta if you don't know the song if it has no um sentimental value to you judge the lyrics themselves within the clip right and Mm -hmm. i thought the clip choices were excellent yes i was gonna say and and timestamps just moving forward for anybody who wants to be a contestant uh timestamps are so important because it was one song where for the party her verse didn't play and i was like oh i well i know the song or whatever but once we went back and actually played Cardi's verse, I was like, I recant. We need to read <laughs> I was there with you. Yeah. Yes. Because so. I was going to vote for Cardi too. And then mm-hmm. when I saw, when I heard that, I was like, oh. You're going to vote for Meg. I mean, Meg. I'm sorry. Yeah. I was going to vote for yeah. Meg. I was like, ooh, that's, that was a tough one, man. Yeah. yeah you got to give that one to Cardi. So I, I, it was one of those things that you just, you just could not tell what was going to happen. And I yeah. love that. Love exactly. That. I think, You're... I think that guys, I so viewership wise, right? This is the lowest viewership, and I, I hate that because of the fact that uh, viewership in terms of the live itself. Yeah, I hate that because this was the the best battle that we've had, and 
I, I think that there's still there's still a level of sexism that's within hip hop that we're not giving female artists the same respect that we give male artists, right? Like let's say let's say that that was um, young thug, young young thug, and and whoever. Like I'm pretty sure that would have views would have still you know they would have been up even though it wouldn't have been a great battle right (laughs) this deserved that so i I hope that um you know moving forward we have we're gonna have more women artists i my hope is that people uh give the same respect to the women that they give to the guys because my god this one outperformed all of them combined and just the overall vibe of just everybody, like everybody came to have a good time. People had bottles out, hookahs and stuff. And then even though it was a battle, Shay and um, Cleo were like vibing out to each other's playlist. Like it was just mm-hmm. a good time. Yeah. 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 It was yeah. great. It was, it was yeah. so phenomenal. And, uh, and the crazy thing is you ladies did not talk trash leading up to this battle. That was a first in history too. Normally... <laughs> With these past battles, you would see a lot of trash talk on on the Facebook group or just all across, you know, and then the actual anticipation of the battle and the battle would happen. And as we've seen, it would just be so one sided after a while. But yeah, in this case, uh, no trash talk was spoken. It was all love. But same thing, it depends on the people themselves. Like sometimes you don't even need to do the trash talk, right? Like. Mm -hmm. It's just let the music speak for itself and yeah. just sit and relax. Like, I'm fine with that. I like that because I know mm-hmm. if and when I do take part, I'm likely not going to be talking too much. I'm going to talk a little bit, especially if I got to go against Marvel. If I got to go against Marvel, the battle the people still Marvel. want to see. I'll tell you right now, yeah, I'm going, I'm going for them a little bit because I, I got some trash talk to say. But I, it's, it's, you know, I, I, I like. I like I like the the vibe, I I, I like that. That that was really good. That was really good. They did a phenomenal job, and mm-hmm. thank you all. And, oh, Janine, thank you, sister. She, <laughs> okay. she she did a great job. She did a great. She job, did a really yes. good job. Especially was that her first time doing a podcast? She was nervous. Doing podcast related. Yeah, you yeah. you could tell. You could tell she was a little nervous, but she she got comfortable. She got comfortable. Oh, yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. It was cool. It was cool. She needed it, man. She needed it. She did a thing. Um, so again, man, salute to the ladies out there, man, uh, from the panelists, uh, to the contestants and to the artists themselves, uh, who were represented very, very well in a battle like this, and yet so much more from here to come. So Make sure, if you haven't already, that you subscribe to the OTS on the sidelines. That's right. We got the custom URL, baby. It's official. www.youtube.com slash on the sidelines. Oh, sorry. Wait. OTS guys, right? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. There we go. YouTube.com slash OTS guys. And it's going to take you right there. We are currently sitting at 131 subscribers, ladies and gentlemen. Woo-hoo! It's crazy. Look, God, Derek didn't even know. Serious? Yes. Yes, sir. We had our 131 subscribers as of right now on that YouTube page. So salute to you guys. If you have subscribed already 
to the OTS YouTube page and everything else on OTS. Now, <clears throat> I did not know that. that. Look, see, I love when I surprise Derek live. It's so beautiful when his reaction <laughs> goes, what? Wait, what? He's got the most like, let me go check surprise. surprise. Yeah, he's, yeah he's, he's like, wait, what? Huh? Yeah, it's a good I honestly one. didn't Thanks. know that. That's yeah, interesting. See? I love that, man. I love that. Now, <clears throat> ladies and gentlemen, before we get into the main event of what we are talking about on today, I'd like to give you a quick word from our sponsors. <clears throat> this message is brought to you by the United Secret Negro Meetings Foundation. Ladies and, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, have you ever felt the need to be... <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, have you ever felt the need to discuss something so privately, so secretly that you wanted to keep the most important people in your life out of the loop well have no fear the secret united the united secret i can't even say it the united secret <laughs> negro <laughs> meetings society. Can society can most definitely sponsor you and make sure that your meetings are 100% underground, okay? They can make sure that anything you want to know about and discuss amongst your brethren are completely, completely solo from the rest of the world, okay? So, without further ado, I am here as your sponsor, Resident Adam, to let you know that you too can be a part of the United Secro Negro Meetings Society. So be sure, <laughs> be sure that you tell a friend to tell another friend to come be a part of something so exclusive that you have to know somebody to get into this exclusive meeting, ladies and gentlemen. So that being further ado, is it blacks only? <laughs> <laughs> Well, if your name is Negro-like, we can put you, like, we can give your information to um, the panel and they vote on whether or not you can join. That's fair. Exactly. That's fair. That's fair. They vote whether you will be a part of the organization or not. But other than that, Negro-like. Negro-like meetings, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> You've got to love them. <laughs> it's a Negro-ish type of vibe, okay? Thank uh, you. Speaking Thank you. of underground, though, we have fans underground coming. <laughs> yeah, we got fans underground coming, man. That's gonna be that's gonna be an interesting one. I'm trying to I'm trying to convince for the audience to to be aware. I'm trying to convince uh, highlight to come on out. <laughs> I want him to be on like either the first or second episode. Oh whatever. my goodness! And, uh, but oh boy, yeah, that'll be on IG though. That's gonna be on IG. So we'll, we'll, that's gonna be fun. That's gonna be fun. To be determined. To be announced, ladies yes, and gentlemen. Yes, <laughs> but that being said, uh, welcome back, ladies <laughs> and gentlemen. That was a very, very interesting and formal, uh, specific sponsor, ladies and gentlemen. How you like our new sponsor uh, team? You like our sponsors? I'm pretty sure. I didn't know we had some, but wow, talk about some dope sponsorship. Amazing. <laughs> I will I will take a sponsorship, but y'all know me and Secret United Negro Misogynistic <laughs> Society have been beefing for quite some time, but I'm willing to <laughs> take one for the team here. Take one for the team. There you go. <laughs> there you go. Uh, so, ladies and gentlemen, now that we are back, um, well, 
let's take a breather here and let's just uh give this moment um so i want to ask uh cuzzo before i actually go into what the main event was about on today's show um you of course were in the islands on your vibes but unfortunately on the day that happened to be your special day news had officially broke that we lost the legend in dmx so i would love to know what your thoughts were upon finding out the news of dmx's passing um for a while it was hard to believe like i just didn't want to accept the headline because it was like a lot of back and forth at first like it was an overdose but but then it wasn't and he said he was dead i was like no he's 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 inside a coma like it was like a, a lot for so i didn't want to believe it um but when the official news had hit um it was hard to accept um especially when you're in this space of like trying to be celebratory mm -hmm. um but you know i believe in celebrations of life so it was definitely a lot of you know taking the time out to like play his his music and play respect but um, it was just sad for me because we know like DMS was just battling darkness for so long, but aside from his personal battles, like every story anyone has to tell you about their interaction with X has been a beautiful story and how awesome of a person he, he was and genuine. So mm -hmm. uh, we really lost a real one. It was a concept. <clears throat> For sure, for sure. And um, again, we had to get the Queen's uh, initial thoughts uh, because as you know, guys, we had to do an episode without our Queen while she was in a vacay, but we knew when she got back with us, we were gonna get her thoughts on what she had to feel uh, about, you know, DMX. Um, real quick, Cuzzo, did you have a favorite DMX song by any chance, you know, given that awesome, life that we lived back then was there ever a favorite that you just knew like okay off top that's the first song to come to mind so many songs come to mind but i'm gonna just say the one that is popping up in my mind right now because while i was out in miami celebrating the um dj played y'all gonna make me lose i'm like the whole bar erupted and it was like we were just love it one for me right now love it and that's fitting actually party up you know you're in yeah. miami you're living it why why wouldn't you play party up right that's that's perfect you yeah. know what i mean like <laughs> I, I i totally agree that, that that makes sense um so guys and girls uh what made this particular subject as the main event come to mind was uh while x had his um recent funeral celebration uh, that was very, very beautiful. It's definitely what I pictured for sure in terms of the motorcycles, you know, the Rough Riders being all in full effect. I mean, anyone who knew X knew that, you know, his funeral was going to be exactly like what it was. You're going to see the Rough Riders live in full effect and the whole family. It was great to see uh, a reunion of some sorts. I mean, I know it wasn't that long ago when they had a Rough Riders reunion tour, mm -hmm. but to see the Rough Riders in full like that and given their you know, respects and thoughts uh, while seeing the pain on their faces, still coping with the loss of a, a dear brethren of theirs. Uh, what really sparked this subject for this episode was hearing Swiss Beats thoughts. 
Yeah. And hearing some of the realest lines that Swiss Beats ever said, that any person's ever said, uh, such as when he said, and, and I'm paraphrasing this, but for the most part, when he said, you know, when I'm gone, don't show up if you wasn't here with me already right now. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I don't want to see this when I'm gone. I want to see this while I'm here. Mm-hmm. And when I'm gone, you know, that kind of thing, you know what I'm saying? So that to me was very powerful. And, and just knowing that it was a reminder to say, it sparked this subject matter because past the ox is definitely a discussion episode. It's a discussion type of show of all things, music from all perspectives, listener, fan, artist, you know, giving you all views And so I just wanted to say, man, the thing about music is there are so many artists that come and go. Some of them manage to give that longevity and some of them not so much, you know, because they either just decide to fall out of love with music and they decide, you know, to go on to other things and other ventures or, you know, it's just a weird industry. So sometimes things just happen that cause an artist to, you know, uh, fall off the face of the earth per se, I guess, you know, in, in a weird way where you wonder what happened to them when they were on top of the world. And then all of a sudden they may not be where they once were. Uh, And like I said, it's just different things. Everybody has a different story, but this is all about giving artists their flowers from every genre, hip hop, R and B hip, you know, rock pop, all of that. Just any artists that we can think of off the top. So I want to discuss this with my panel, my favorite panel of people. And I want to ask you guys, who are some artists just off the jump, um, past, present, all that good stuff that you really just randomly say right now, I want to show my love and give flowers to them for what they have done? Uh, <laughs> uh, we could be here all night, man. I, I have such an appreciation for so many artists, but um I think it goes without saying he gets his flowers, but I have to say him. I think Snoop deserves all the flowers every day because just how Snoop was able to go from Crip, uh, Cali gang member who smokes hella weed from Long Beach, but simultaneously being like a household name and everybody loves Snoop and he's able to transition into every decade is amazing. Um Piggyback off of him, I would say Warren G. Corrupt. Um, I would go with Atlanta, of course, Outkast, Goody Mob for pioneering what Atlanta rap is. Um, (laughs) Tyrese, if we're going back to the West Coast, because what (laughs) y'all not going to do is act like Tyrese did not give us sweet lady. And have I told you I loved you lately? What y'all not gonna do is act like he was not an amazing vocalist. So he gets his flowers. For sure. For sure. I love it. I love it. Mr. Derek. Please and thank you. Tiana Taylor. Thank you. Thank you. Very (laughs) good. Oh yeah. Very great. For sure. Yeah. Um man, uh comes to mind real quick. I would say uh some you brought up earlier, Neo. Mm-hmm. I really don't think he gets enough uh, recognition. Um, I think um, a lot of people thought, you know, you know, he just he kind of like fell off or whatever. But I, I really don't think. I think some artists just kind of just like they know they've had their time, 
and then mm-hmm. they just they just move on to other things. You're not like as an artist, you're not someone that's just going to be boxed into something forever, right? Like you might be interested in one thing one time, and then as time goes on or you evolve, you got different interests, man. Like, and I think that's something that he did. But I think he's one of those artists that's just that doesn't get enough recognition. I mean, like you said earlier, he's one of those guys that that wrote for a lot of people and people don't even know some some of the songs or tracks that he 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 wrote for, you know? Um I would even say um uh uh T-Pain. Mhm. Hmm. T-Pain is one of those. Yeah, he's one of those guys that I don't think gets enough uh, recognition or get his flowers because the dude changed. He changed music, right? Yeah. Like, we didn't... We, Auto-Tune, that wasn't something that we were, like, always talking about. And I, I think he... Correct me if I'm wrong, I don't even think we were really... That was something that we were really into like that until he did it, right? Like, And then to realize he can actually sing. Like, dude has a phenomenal voice right like mm-hmm. so i would say him I, I would say uh dj khaled i think he's another guy that doesn't get enough um recognition uh he's he's big on social media i think people more so look at him as like a caricature yeah but uh you know what he what he's done for the industry and like just his talent as a producer like mm-hmm. that's something you can't you can't take for uh for granted so yeah him <clears throat> uh missy elliott yeah mm-hmm. missy elliott yeah definitely, I definitely don't think she gets enough credit man i mean she's she's a pioneer too like i mean shoot yeah i don't know yeah like janine said we could be here for hours this yeah <laughs> it's a lot man yeah. it's a lot it's a lot and like that's why i say just free flow as you go you get what i'm saying because mm-hmm. the goal of this is to mention as many as you can you see what i'm saying so gotcha. just free flow free flow it as you go because at the end of the day whether they get to hear this whether somebody from their team gets to hear this yeah at the end of the day or just our listeners man just for our, as our listeners hear this so they can go out there and look up their music and stream it play it all of that that's mm-hmm. kind of what this is more so for to throw these names out there for people to go check them out whether you've listen to them before forgot about them or you probably may be a younger audience member and you just haven't had a chance to check their music out before so you want to check them out you know yeah for sure for sure now janine you look like you had an extra name you were finna say in there i didn't know um wanna give flowers to bontas um got her put on for Cleveland. yes yes that had stupid flow stupid lyricism and was able to harmonize and just bring something new to the game is amazing Absolutely. Um, Avant as an R&B singer, I want to give him his flowers. Separated mm-hmm. is still oh. top tier for me. You start the song off by saying, "Every time I see you, I get a bad, bad vibe." He hates this woman. Come <laughs> on, <laughs> that is one of the oh, craziest opening lines. <laughs> get, a bad vibe. Mm, get away from me, woman. Boy, but, uh, that before, I'm telling you. <laughs> oh, and then from the pop side, 
Christina Aguilera, I feel like I want to give flowers to. I love Christina. Yeah. She has an amazing voice. She's she's super talented. I don't know if she's still doing anything. I know she did something for the Mulan soundtrack because she did the original. That's right. Mm-hmm. But I was listening to her Back to Basics album the the other day, and I was like, she deserves her flowers. Sure, for sure. Um, <laughs> man, so many people like y'all just came to mind. Uh, I see your pop side and I raise you Britney Spears. I of think course, she Britney. definitely yeah. deserves her flowers for the run yeah. that she had. People seem to forget how much she dominated that pop scene at that time. And uh, you know what I mean? Um, definitely doesn't get enough credit to this day for what she laid out for the time. Um, another person I want to give flowers to is none other than my boy Wyclef Zahn, man. Yeah. I don't think Wyclef gets enough flowers yes. for the things yes. this man has done. He is such a genius musically and has done a lot of different things over the years. So please, 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 please give Wyclef John his flowers, ladies and gentlemen, please. Uh, it, it is well overdue. Um, so by all means, uh, two gentlemen I, that come to mind um, are some OGs in the hip hop world and People may forget this because of the fact that they're such successful actors and or producers to this day. Uh, Ladies and gentlemen, I want to give none other flowers than none other than Mr. Ice Cube and LL Cool J, ladies and gentlemen. Give those men their flowers for what they did in the hip hop world as well. Uh, For sure, a long history. Um, I've always been a Cube fan in terms of the West Coast, you know what I'm saying? That's my guy. Always had the dopest lyrics, man. Seriously, in in NWA, he was the lyrics behind NWA for Mm -hmm. the most part, you know what I'm saying? And so all of that run through NWA came through Ice Cube, and for sure you needed that. LL Cool J, I mean, what can I say? This dude, man, has been putting out hit records after hit records for just all types of people. Uh, you know, for the ladies, of course, you know, ladies love Cool J, you know what I'm saying? I mean, one of the OGs of making music for the women, you know what I'm saying? But also showing you that it wasn't even just the women he could make music for. He had legit bars as well and could do, you know, so much. Um, Man, I want to give flowers to Irv Gotti because Mm -hmm. I don't think he gets enough credit for the fact this man single-handedly is responsible for the careers of (laughs) <laughs> Mr. Jay-Z, DMX, and Ja Rule, man. This mm-hmm. man is the mastermind behind all three of those men. The man wanted to have an album with these three together. And, and me and Derek talked about this on, on the episode with uh, Darren, who filled in for the Queen. I mean, again, had that album come to fruition, given how hot those artists were at that time, man, it's just crazy what that would have done. And I just feel like a guy like him that's behind the scenes like that doesn't get enough credit. And speaking of which of the three, um, Ja Rule is someone else I want to give flowers to, man, in terms of just showing that, you know, as much as we may joke about some of the things, you know, or how he's able to flip some things, you know what I'm saying? I get it, you know, the meme generation and society. But again, man, I can't stress enough how on fire that man was at his time. No pun intended. Um, and, yeah, yeah, and no pun intended. Uh, 
uh, but just the fact of being able to just put out those hits after hits after hits after hits, man, that dude definitely deserves every bit of his flowers. Um, me and I'm surprised that you didn't mention this individual. I was gonna say I raised your 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 Irv Gotti, but but go ahead. Uh oh, who are you gonna say, ma'am? Who are you gonna say? It's a it's a twofer. Um, okay. For Dame Dash as well as Yay, I feel like mm. there's always a fine line between genius and insanity. And mm. I think both of them kind of titter tatter on that line. And sometimes when someone is very passionate about an idea that they have that may be different from what everybody else is doing, people are very quick to and, and, and try to downplay what their vision is because they see what we're currently seeing. So, I love it. I love it. Absolutely. Um, I know a guy I want to give. Uh, we actually had the pleasure of kind of literally giving him his flowers already before. Yeah. But ladies and gentlemen, I got to give uh, Mystical his flowers uh, for sure, man. Uh, he actually joked with us about that. But uh, still, man, just getting, you know, just that whole No Limit South, uh, you know, which, again, if y'all haven't seen that episode, make sure you go back, way back in the archives, man, to check out that episode. <laughs> that mystical, man. last year, I think. Yeah, man, it was crazy, man. Time's flying, dog. You know what I'm saying? Don't worry, guys. I'm working on getting some more guests for us on this thing. But still, that was just still such an epic, monumental moment. Uh, R&B-wise, I want to give flowers to Mr. Genuine, ladies and gentlemen. Yes. That guy does not get enough credit for those hits that he was putting out at that time, man. Seriously. Differences? What? So anxious? What? In those jeans. Okay. Come on. What? (laughs) What? Come on now. Come on. Oh, man. (laughs) Boys to men. Yeah. Mm, come on, man. Serve them. 112. Drew Definitely. Hill. Come Drew. on, man. Uh, Keep pushing them groups out, dog. Oh, God. I'm still Look. surprised that somebody hasn't mentioned a certain something. <laughs> <laughs> Jermaine Dupree? Oh, no, 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 no. She was saying groups. So somebody didn't mention somebody. I'm surprised. Who? You want me to say Lord B? knows. I was so who she was? <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Look, it's just like, hey, uh, Bow Wow. Can we give them? That I was about to say that. Yeah. yeah. You know what? As much as Bow Wow gets joked upon right now these days, he does deserve his flowers. And you know who's yes, right there with him that deserves them as well? Ladies and gentlemen, Soldier Boy. Yeah, he does. Soldier Boy does not Drake, get the credit. Me, Drake. Drake. <laughs> seriously man yeah, like man. even as we laugh we're telling you the truth though man like yeah social media rappers are because of soldier boy yeah youtube is what it is because of soldier boy shoot social yeah. media influences in general yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. i mean technically he was the first social media influencer <laughs> yeah exactly you know exactly like it it, it just it it is crazy man it just doesn't it's crazy when you realize how much of this is absolutely necessary 
You get what I'm saying? Yeah. People yeah. like these people do not get enough credit for what they do. And I forgot the name of that documentary already. Um, but uh, Big U, Deb, Trick Trick, Bimmy, bro, the stuff that they did for hip hop, like, yeah. Even though they did a documentary, I like, yeah, a docu series, I should say, like, they deserve mm-hmm. them too. I mean, the. I know Deb kind of, you know, st- stepped into some stuff over the last couple of months with, uh, with some of her, um, some of the things she said. But, I mean, just that aside, like, she put her life on the line for hip hop, bro. Like, oh, you must be talking about the um, Drink Chance episode with her and Biggie. Well, no, she she was, uh, she has, I think she's on a new reality show. Oh yeah, growing up hip hop. Something I don't know what it's called. Um, but she she was basically like talking about uh Trump and like Black Lives Matter or something like that. So I don't even get into the politic side of it, like whatever. Mm -hmm. What she did for hip hop, like literally laying her life on the line a lot, yeah. Yeah, that that's that's something you don't hear about, right? Like a lot of the, the the forefathers of these um, of these genres, like how these genres actually popped off, you know how how they got their 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 run, and like, bro, yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. They, I mean, I didn't realize she was even. I was introduced to her through Love and Hip Hop Atlanta. Same. Like, I legit knew nothing about her prior to that. Oh, I knew about her from growing up hip hop. Actually, I, I forgot that. she was on that. Yeah, I I, I, I watched it. I think like loving hip hop, like it can be kind of like messy or whatever. But with these reality shows, it is nice for people who are in the background doing behind the scenes. Like they kind of get to tell their story too, because mm-hmm. none of this shit y'all see happens without the the people in the back pushing for stuff or making mm-hmm. those deals or whatever so yeah i can yeah. and speaking of that i'm glad you said that because then you have those artists who cut out middlemen and they don't need those type of things they don't need the co-signers they don't need none of that they actually just go out and they do it ladies and gentlemen i'm talking about give the flowers what flowers are due to a man like master p and mm-hmm. Even his son, Romeo, man, who's out here doing his own thing as well, uh, carrying the mantle very quietly and independently, man. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Uh, you know, staying out of the limelight and just literally being that, what his father is, a businessman out here yeah. just making these moves, man. So the stuff that we don't highlight enough, pun intended, uh, that, you know, <laughs> that's, that's what this is all about. Uh, again, man. Lupe Fiasco is another guy that come to my mind right now, man. Yeah. Um, you know, just guys like that, man. Uh, it, it's it's crazy. Nelly, don't think he gets enough appreciation. I don't know why, but I don't know. I don't think Nelly gets enough appreciation out there, ladies and gentlemen. I don't know what it is, man. Man, dominated, dominated in life. Young Bird, aka Hit Maker, I think mm-hmm. he deserves flowers too. And sometimes people, 
you know, they like to bring up the chain snatching thing or people don't like his arrogance, so to say, but to go from an artist to a producer to he became like uh, like one of the lead execs over at um, RCA, right? Like he, he's, he's been able to really grow with, within the industry and be mm-hmm. very successful and legit is a hit maker. Like everything he puts out is fire. Yeah. So maybe you deserve to be a little bit of arrogant. You know? <laughs> and snatch some chains. Snatch some chains. I mean, <laughs> uh, but ladies and gentlemen, I mean, at the end of the day, we go on more and more and more. If there's people we forgot, y'all as the listeners, y'all as the viewers, we need y'all. Lauren Hill. Oh, Lauren Hill. Oh, Lauren Hill. Yeah. Oh, my God. Thank you, Janine. Thank you. So much. I still want to hear. I I still wish we could hear a full project of her and Bob Marley together. That would have been dope. Like so much more. Jesus, man. So much more. (laughs) You know. (laughs) Timbaland. 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 Yes. Yeah. Agreed, man. Uh, And Swiss beats. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. They they all definitely. I mean, again, it just it's it's so many people that it's crazy, y'all. Yeah. Uh, and I, I I love it. You know, I want to give a, a group. You know, they may have only had like uh, probably one song that everybody knows, but I still want to give them some flowers just because you know it's still such a classic that's played to this day. Uh, <clears throat> shout out to my co-hosts because this uh, group actually is a part of her. Believe it or not. She's like, huh? What do you mean? What do you mean, co-host Cuzzo? I'll tell you. Uh, <laughs> hey, add that one to the list. I don't know where that just came from. But hey, uh, <laughs> uh, ladies and gentlemen, I'm talking about none other than Nina Scott. Uh-huh. How about that one? Oh. <laughs> Nina Sky, that was just for my co-host Janine, you know what I'm saying? Putting that implement of the alter ego in there, you know what I'm saying? Nina Sky, you know what I'm saying? Uh, but yeah. Nino. <laughs> Legit, man. Um, you know, we talked about G-Unit earlier, so I mean, I guess you could say even some of the members within G-Unit, from, you know, the Young Bucks, the, the Lloyd Bankses, um, you know, Tony Yayo, all of those guys, man, too, you know, you can give them their flowers as well, man. Um, when you're influential to where you've got video games, clothing lines, and shoes, and things of that nature, hey, don't tell me you haven't done stuff for the culture, you know what right. I mean? Um, yeah. So... Again, guys, if there's anyone we forgot, y'all name them, okay? Whether you comment below, whether you literally say it out loud, maybe you're saying it now as you're hearing this, like, hey, you forgot this person. What about that person? Trust me, because I've done that with podcasts myself, all right? So if you're saying that, and that's you, and I just literally repeated what you just said in your head, uh, then you're welcome, because I read your mind, brother sister i read your mind i've done that i've screamed at the car radio too all right (laughs) still shout them out stream them show them love tag them mention them on social media if you can all right because everybody's still on social media so go ahead mention them on social media how much you appreciate them play their music 
over and over and over you know just just whatever we it's such a small world right now and it's it's literally life's too short at this point um and if it's one thing that these losses have shown us is that we need to appreciate those while they are still here so they can see it most definitely and understand that we ain't waiting until the good lord decide to call you home Mm -hmm. to suddenly just be blasting your music all day every day trying to show how much we appreciated you when you were here when we can just appreciate you right now so that being said that pretty much concludes what's already been such an epic return episode with my favorite co-hostess of the hour welcome back because oh it is so great to have you back with us in the fray and thank you Derek for always being the guy to just step on in onto the camera and join us in such an epic discussion of discussions Uh, you know he's like our epic discussions person isn't he (laughs) I know you know whenever we're gonna have a discussion episode he's the man we call and you know he's gonna give us what we need he's always like oh I'm not prepared Uh," and then get on here and have one Exactly. Exactly. That's it. All the time. All the time. So I love it. I love it. So uh, real quick, good peoples, uh, go around, tell the people where they can find you before we go ahead and call this thing a show. Um, You can find me on Instagram, Nina Soul. It has links to everywhere else you can find me. So we're going to keep it real simple there. Yeah, uh, if if you want to follow me, uh, Derek underscore OTS, D-E-R-R-I-C-K, black way to spell it, Uh, but mainly follow the OTS page at OTS Guys, that's on all platforms. For sure, for sure, you already know, man, follow your boy at Dwayne Diggy Jr. on Instagram, or follow my artist Instagram slash Twitter at Highlight Life, H-I-L-I-T-E Life. Again, two singles have definitely dropped on Friday. Make sure you're streaming those up, man. Thank you to everybody who's already been streaming them. Uh, you know what I'm saying? Shout out to Lil Flip, another person that I'm giving flowers to as well for his time in hip hop, being a legend in the city of Houston. Uh, you know, I appreciate him for hopping on the track with your boy and actually just uh, blazing it, man. Shout out to y'all who've been just going crazy uh, streaming that joint, uh, you know, doing stuff quietly under wraps, man. Got some more coming for y'all in the future. But, um, man, more importantly, if you ain't following either one of us, you already know what it is. Make sure you follow all things OTS, ladies and gentlemen. Hit those subscribes, likes, and follows. All you got to do is go on Instagram, go on Twitter, ah, put your at handle, put OTS guys, G U Y S, in case you don't know what guys is spelled like. I don't know why you wouldn't know how that's spelled, but still, OTS guys on Instagram, on Twitter. Make sure you follow the OTS group page on Facebook and, you know, all that good stuff. And of course, I already told you once, I told you twice. I'm going to tell you one more time just to be something nice. You already know what it is. Make sure you follow and subscribe to the OTS YouTube at www youtube.com slash OTS guys and of course www.otsguys.com so you can always learn a little bit more about myself my co-hostess with the mostest you already know Miss Janine and of course Mr. Derek Myers the man behind the brand uh as you know wow where is this stuff coming from people I don't know this is what it's all 
<laughs> I'm telling you, hey, hire me, hire me. I can do this. I does this every single day, baby. Hire me. All right. I can sponsor you, shout you out, give you some nicknames you never would have thought because it's all off the dome. True, straight up from the yes, fruit. Sir. You know what I'm saying? Uh, truth in the fruit, baby. That's how we do it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Hey, we giving it to them in uh, full effect. But again, we thank y'all so much. Oh, oh, real quick before I let y'all go. Got to do a quick testimonial shout out. I can't believe this, ladies and gentlemen. My co-hostess with the most is, she's already going to be like, whoa, this is crazy. I can't believe this, right? Uh, <clears throat> ladies and gentlemen, 308 all-time downloads. Y'all are rocking with us right here on Past the Ox, man. We, this is crazy. You know what I'm saying? From the time we started this, what, June 17th of 2020 to now? 308 all-time downloads, ladies and gentlemen, on this very show. That is all because of Y-O-U, you, the people. And I just want to shout out all of y'all out there who are listening and rocking with us. We got 77 point 29 percent of y'all rocking with us right here in the u.s of a so i want to shout out georgia the very state that we reside in shout out florida actually florida and georgia dead tied apiece at 25.99 percent crazy how that's working right now so shout out to georgia and florida they are at a dead tie and listenership with us man we got 25.99 percent of y'all both in Florida and Georgia, rocking with us. So that's crazy. You know what I'm saying? We're going to have to come pop up shop in Florida. You know what I'm saying? Janine was like, hell, I'm down for that after just being in Miami, right? You know what I'm saying? Pop up shop in Florida. Get y'all a live listenership. You know what I'm saying? We're going to have to do that, you know, when this corona stuff is over with. But nonetheless, uh, shout out to y'all. Shout out to Maryland. You know what I'm saying? 12.33% of y'all out there rocking with us in Maryland. We appreciate y'all. NYC, 11.45% of y'all, Texas, Ohio, Tennessee, Virginia, Cali, New Jersey, Illinois, Pennsylvania, Michigan, Wisconsin, Oklahoma, North Carolina, Minnesota, Kentucky, Connecticut, and Arkansas. Mean, can you believe all of that love in the U.S. alone? Jesus. <laughs> I can believe it because we're that amazing and we bring the vibes. Yes. So this is yes. Oh, and gosh. Shout out to all of y'all who are downloading every episode, listening to every episode we put out. This is for you, for y'all. We love y'all. Y'all keep us going and inspired. And of course, we can't forget our people overseas. So shout out to the 7.12% of y'all out there in Spain. We appreciate y'all. You know what I'm saying? Uh, <clears throat> um, uh, you know, you know, yo te prometo. You know what I'm saying? I, I'm super proud right. of y'all for listening to us. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> They're just like, wait, what? What just happened? You know what I'm saying? Hey, listen, hey, you know, I got my Spanish too. You know what I'm saying? So, hey, shout out to y'all. You know what I'm saying? Hey, we love y'all. You know what I'm saying? Yo te amo es mucho. You know what I'm saying? We love y'all. You know what I mean? And we got Mexico. Speaking of another Spanish native country, you already know what it is. Shout out to everybody in Mexico. Brazil. Again, we're getting the Spanish love. It must be Janine's uh, Hispanic side. I don't know, man. Maybe they're seeing that uh, Spanish side of you. They feel it. You know what I'm saying? They feel it and they bring it in. You know what I'm saying? Uh, so I don't know. I love it. Thank you all so much. United Kingdom, Russia, Germany, Japan, Zimbabwe, Sierra Leone, Saudi Arabia, Pakistan, Philippines, Italy, India, Haiti, 
Gabon, France, Canada, and Agnola. Man, listen, y'all are amazing. I thank y'all. Derek thanks y'all. Janine thanks y'all. This is crazy. Y'all are amazing. So please continue to listen to us, tell a friend to tell another friend to tell another friend. Most importantly, just keep stacking them up, baby, because we ain't going nowhere. We're going right here, and this is what we do. So without further ado, uh, I think something's missing. Oh, yeah. That ain't it. Yeah, I know. I, I know it's not it. It's Pass not that. it. But you know Pass. what I'm saying? Hey, Bobby, listen. Yes. Yes. Ladies and gentlemen, we thank you so much for tuning in with us. Until the next time, y'all already know what it is. This is your favorite clean and clash and turn up. You know what I mean? It's your neighborhood prince. And of course, we can't forget the man behind the brand. That's right. Until the next time, we're going to catch y'all later on Pass the Ox. The Ox is officially passed to you. Peace.